Welcome back to the Kingsway Podcast. Hey, hey. episode three of The Chosen. Mm-hmm. We just uh, finished episode three. Got a great little setup in Ryan's office. Maximum TV. Yeah. You can't see it off camera right now, but there's like a 60-inch TV behind Ryan that we just watched this episode on. Yeah, it. it's so big. It's very my, big. It's, <laughs> if you set it on the floor, it's about a quarter of the floor space in my office. <laughs> That's maybe a little exaggerated. That's still not that exaggerated. It's, it's bigger than this table by a long shot. <laughs> it's it's a quarter of the free floor space in my office, <laughs> yes, which isn't just a, propped up. That's not a ton, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So let's just get right into it. If you're along this journey and and you're you're coming up with us, we're in episode three. This is Ryan's first time. This is my second time. Um, didn't didn't keep the Johns or Jesse this time, but we but we're here. Mm. Uh, I just want to know, just like straight up, like if you're not watching, first of all, if you haven't watched it, the spoilers, all right, we're going to yeah. talk through the episode. So like, if you haven't seen it yet, pause this, go watch it, come back. But let's just get into it, man. Like first reactions, what were you thinking? Like what, what were your thoughts for this, uh, this episode? This just continued to solidify that this is my favorite cinematic depiction of Jesus ever, ever. It balances, just like we were talking about at the beginning of the last episode, it balances his humanity and his humility with his divinity and his righteousness. Like that, And that's what I loved about this. This was the kids episode, in case you haven't seen it in a minute, um, where he kind of almost makes, um, just out of their volunteering, he almost makes another 12 disciples just out of kids who are just like interested. Mm-hmm. And he's teaching them or help has them re- recite the Shema. He has them help him with his work, but as he's doing it, he's teaching him the Lord's prayer. Yep. He, he taught that, uh, he told the Elisha, she bears story. Yep. And man, he, this is like in the, in the least bad way, he is so much more funny and relatable. Yes. Which would make him not stick out at parties with prostitutes and whatever, and tax collectors and sinners and, he, yeah. I've seen this episode. This is the episode I've watched the most. I've gone back and watched this episode. Yeah. Because it was the episode when I when I watched through it the first time. F- this is when I started binge watching it. Like after this one, I wanted more. Like I was like, I have never seen a Jesus depicted this way, and it felt so right. Um, it was so, and this sounds terrible, so attractive to me. Like, yeah, like that's, I, you're so right on that. I was thinking like, thinking back to all the other depiction of Jesus I've seen. Um, I've seen only the bloody parts of Passion of the Christ, but then yeah. some other like movies, even in Bible college, they'd be like this scene from the Gospels. Let's play a movie clip of this Ooh. sometimes. And it's it helped, but that Jesus in those depictions never would have made kids be like, Hey Jesus, we want to hang out. Yeah. This one does. He's like, the kids are anxious every yeah. day. They're like wanting to be there, and that's where this show could have flopped if they did, if they portrayed Jesus wrong. Yes. Well, in the second like, morning, it be believable when they wake him up. Like, yeah. Anyone that has kids, like I am, like yes. And you're he's like, like is he dead? He couldn't wait another <laughs> half an hour. Like, you're like, like I Cracks just love it, and. It's like this, like he's groggy, he's waking up, he's giving them answers, but you can tell he's like trying not to he's be. He's giving them answers out of a corner of his eye while squinting. He's <laughs> like, it's like, I guess you could help yeah. me. You know, like, I mean, yeah. it's it's so true. And I never, 
I never feel like he's betraying his divinity through the whole thing. Yeah. Like there's just never a break in like, here's human, here's, here's God. It feels so intertwined. Yeah. I didn't realize this and maybe you picked up on it, but I feel like they bridge that so well in this by showing his agony and these deep prayers and then these yeah. wounds that he's getting from like his work and like these Yeah, pain. seeing Jesus bleed not from the cross might be the first time I've seen that. It in was a movie or show. And I jokingly said that at the beginning where I was like, if he cuts himself, like, you know, like is that like he's not inerrant now like he makes mistakes. you know what i mean he's a blemish he's, yeah, he's a blemish you know like but yeah. then then later he has like this like like it looks like a rub mark from carrying yeah that thing and it's like this blister that he's like putting an aloe on or something and yeah it, there was like three or four moments like that where he makes that lock and key and they yeah. give you like the bible college like oh it's good and i'm yeah. like and then it aligns with the kids ask him what he does and he's like i create things and i'm like oh snaps like i'm like it's all genesis 3 callbacks yeah. like where i'm no, like the part that stabbed me in the heart and we both looked at each other when this <laughs> happened but i knew you knew it was coming was when he was assembling that thing they had been building all day i think it was a lockbox mm. in his tent at night and he just like put it all together and it clicked into place and he's like it is good I was just like, oh, dude, Genesis one, dude. And he unlocks it when he says it. He's unlocking this locked thing and the symbolism and like all of the things that they're tying together in that moment. I was just like this genius. Like, it's so good in the way that they did that. I don't know what about my imagination reading the Gospels and my and what I saw in movies and TV before it made me think like. Like when Jesus was a craftsman, but he wasn't ripped and he didn't have scars. He just like had a little wand and waved it around and all the stuff just started doing it itself. Yep. But then seeing him here, like use tools and break a sweat mm-hmm. and accidentally cut himself mm-hmm. and have blisters and, and like make a fire by hand. Yeah. Making uh, the fire by hand with the stick and the, I'm like, you yeah. can call it down if he wants. And like, yeah. he's like, gosh, dang it. This is the hardest yeah, thing I've ever had to do in my life. You you quoted it, but when when the apostle John and they're like we're going through Samaria, why don't you call down fire? And he's yeah. like, fire really? But <laughs> but he doesn't say I can't do that. Nope. Everybody knows he can. Yep. So even in this moment, when he's making a fire for himself. You're by like, himself. You're like Jesus. Nobody's looking. Yes. Just do it. And he's like, no, I'm like, gonna do this I, the I hardest would, way possible. I would possible. just be like, boom, and it's like. Yeah. But that's that whole fully man thing. I. Like there's two two little parts of this episode that get me every time. The first time he meets the kids, when he does like that silly like sarcastic yes. prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, praying to God yep. earnestly. <laughs> looks out the side of his eye, and it's like sees these kids, and then it's like, and God, if there are ever two children <laughs> hiding behind a rock, like <laughs> give them the give them the courage to say shalom. Like I'm like that's <laughs> so funny to me. But then. But that how he goes from that, which is sarcastic, to going to like almost mm-hmm. not irreverently, but almost slapstick by making those fart noises and being like, "That's not a goat I hear back there, or sheep, or whatever." <laughs> Dude, it, like that was the moment that I started to fall in love with this Jesus. If yeah. I'm just, I mean, and I say this Jesus, but this depiction, like those fart noises, I I went. That's what a good youth pastor does. 
that's what a good children's pastor does. Like they yeah. connect with children and they laugh and they joke and they play. And yeah. it wasn't in a gross way or a d- demeaning way. It was yeah. silly. It was just silly and fun. And it and it pulled these kids in. And it feels like when you know somebody who's just pretty reclusive, pretty to themselves, pretty quiet, and then you like go with them to the Humane Society and they see a puppy and they're like, <gasps> and use that little voice. It feels like that's out of character, but also I love it. Oh. It feels like Jesus... It's not out of character for this Jesus, but feels like that moment with him all the time where you're like, you're a man, you're mm-hmm. a Jewish man, you're a teacher. You could start swatting people yeah. and crushing their hopes and dreams like everybody else's. But he shows unexpected grace and just like it's, love. It's in this all tenderness. These, yeah. It's tenderness. Cause that's yeah, a, that's cause the best he, word for he it. He swings back and forth between this like teacher with them. Where he yeah. like acts like an uncle or a father or a yeah. Jewish teacher. You know, he's like, because the very next line he sends those kids in that scene with the fart noises, he's like, you know, it's unsafe to be walking by yourselves. There's some bad men around. But just so you know, I'm not a bad man. You know, and he's like being an adult with them. Like yeah. he's not just joking around. Like there's there's two sides. And I love that you pointed this out, but he teaches them all these things through this episode and he's like just walking with them, just spending time with them. They're showing up and he's taking advantage of the opportunity to hang out. And I love how their questions, it's like if you took the 12 disciples and you turned them into children, but the questions are almost the same. (laughs) At the beginning of that scene near the end, like middle-ish end, where they're all around asking questions and the boy's like, yeah, he pushed me a bunch, so I pushed him so hard. Yeah. Um, But I think right before that or right, right after that, he's talking about who he is and what he does. And this one kid just keeps going, why? Yeah. Why? And I and his I could see him getting like, like uh-huh. slightly perturbed, <laughs> but never even contemplating being mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. Like, like I I could summarize it this way. He always seems like he has time for them. Yes. Which is like more than any adult today. As a parent, I'm like, As how a, do you do it? Like I'm like, like, how I'm do you do it? I'm going on a vacation <laughs> tonight. <laughs> but he he's just like values them like they're customers in a store he values them like like he has time for them he'll drop what he's doing or bring them along with what he's doing yep but he's never like i don't have time today at worst he's like sorry i was gone too long yes and that kind of value on what are probably especially that girl so girls couldn't go to Torah school yep. you kind of see that from the episode he's poor a poor, poor jewish girl yep so not an adult not a man not educated in the Torah in Torah school like gives he gives her time. you you wouldn't expect another guy in that time adult male to give her the time of day no he's giving her all of the time every day and I love how he teaches you know obviously he's teaching certain parts of the Sermon on the Mount and he's teaching yeah. them how to pray and like there's certain things that he's he's reinforcing but there's always the, there's these moments where the kids ask questions that are like low hanging fruit. Like he could just smash the answer. Yeah. You know, and he always teaches them the fullness of what he's talking about. Like my favorite part watching it through this time was the scene where the kids like, but this, but this uh, rabbi, rabbi, yeah. whatever was like, he said that this is that the Messiah is going to come and be a warrior and kick out Rome. Yeah. And you can see Jesus's like frustration 
with that because yeah. he knows that's not who he is. But he his first words out of his mouth was, we always have to respect our teachers and those that are in authority. Yeah. Like, that's what he says. And then he goes, but sometimes people that know the most lack wisdom. And it's this like, it's not a jab at them. It's saying like, you can learn a lot and miss wisdom. And yeah. I just thought it was, it was so well handled, like Jesus would do, where it's like, yeah. I'm not going to directly say what he's saying is wrong. What I'm going to tell you is, sometimes people that know a lot, even though we have to respect them, they lack the fullness of understanding. I was like, how? I need to teach my kids. It I, feels I'm like, like Jesus in that answer did some of the like Star Wars on Tatooine flying through the little yes. canyons, like doing a dive and spinning <laughs> over here, like like did the the one path that would actually avoid all the obstacles. Oh my gosh. I, I just so thought good. about how quickly he could have just derailed that kid's He could have been like that kid's that that teacher's stupid. Yes. That teacher's wrong, but he didn't. He said that guy knows he's smart a lot and you should respect him. Yep. But also but but he doesn't say I think he's wrong. He says where in the scriptures? Yep. Do you see any of that? And they're all just sitting there like, I don't know, bro. And one of my favorite things, and I looked at you because I wasn't sure if you connected it, but like, um, you know, obviously Jesus loves to teach out of Deuteronomy and use Deuteronomy a lot. He quotes it a lot. We talked about uh, in a separate podcast that he uses it when he fends off temptation in the, in the desert. But one of my favorite things he does is has him recite the Shema from Deuteronomy six. And it's this beautiful passage about parenting it's like when you teach your children press a you know impress this upon their hearts when you walk along the roads when you eat when you lie down when you get up yeah you know all this stuff and that's what he has and they're doing some of those things like one of them's over there making something they're they're talking they're not right after that they're like walking home and i'm just thinking about how like he almost gets emotional in that moment he does he's like feel it yeah it's it's so it's so cool, especially because that's maybe early middle of the mm-hmm. of the episode. But you see Jesus doing the Shema the whole time. It always cuts in between scenes to Jesus almost in agony, praying to the father at night. Yeah. And and I'm sure rec- reciting the Shema at some of those points um, at night in the morning, midday when he's brushing uh-huh. his teeth, when he's whatever he's he's living it. He's. He's taking those moments and offering them to God like a sacrifice. Like, I will stop what I'm doing and do this. Yep. Or I will stop what I'm thinking about, even if I'm still working, because I'm going to love God with my heart, mind, and strength, they even do, when I'm doing this They stuff. do such a good job of just pulling in little nuances like that. Yeah. Washing the feet with at the yeah. end of the night. And, like, you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you're just you're seeing these little things that you're like, that wasn't a one-time thing around a dinner. He had done this before. You know, like he knew how dirty feet could get. He's washed his own feet. Yeah. Did you pick up and did you do you have any thoughts on timeline of what this was? I feel like they jumped back a little bit. Yeah, so it seemed like they were alluding to so in episode 1, spoiler alert. Spoiler. In episode 1, he meets Mary Magdalene. Yeah, I believe who's, so. Who's uh the one struggling with uh like demon possession and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And as an outcast and as a woman and, mm-hmm. and uh, she's at this bar, she's at the end of the line, just like Ready whatever. To, to and go. Jesus meets her there. And then the next day has a Shabbat dinner. Um, 
I don't know where this falls, but it seems like it could fall, and it was alluding to it falling, to where he went to the market and stayed, mm-hmm. and that's where he helped Mary. Then he came back, packed up camp, and that's when he went to Shabbat dinner. Yep. So it seemed like this is before episode one, and maybe and 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 uh, then hits episode one and two. Yep. Yeah. It seems to be that this is like him preparing to start his ministry. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, he even has a bunch of statements that are like, I don't know yeah. where God's going to take me. Yep. But I know I'm picking these people. And then that kid's like, what if they hate you? And he's <laughs> like, like, he like laughs, like puts his head down. He's like, some of them yeah. will. Like, I love that. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, thank you for pointing out what I've been afraid of my whole life. Like, you know, it's like, I, I love too that you can tell. You know, obviously, we don't know exactly how old Jesus is when he does his ministry. We we estimate he's around thirty; that he dies around thirty three. Yeah. Um, but he's lived twenty nine, twenty eight years minimum without yeah. fulfilling his full purpose yet, and so you can see him talking to these kids about he has a fuller plan than just being a craftsman and just being yeah. a creator, and it's like him recognizing now that he's walking into this plan you know that yeah. he's known has been ahead of him and you can tell the agony i think is just that now it's beginning you know it's like that like i've got to do this i know i got to do it and now i'm actually i'm doing it like i'm starting and yeah. it's you can tell uh, you know garden of gethsemane type moment with the agony that he's feeling of just like oh this is going to be intense um type stuff um definitely a an episode that i i feel feel it in my bones i identify with the children as they're asking the questions i see my own kids in them and then i think about how much childlike faith does affect me still he praised them a couple times on being children yep like where and and there's always the child thing where it's like you won't understand this till you're older and a lot of parents use that as an excuse and he used it Mm -hmm. but it was never You'll be more valuable when you're older. No. It was almost you're more valuable than my adult disciples yep. I'm about to have. When he was like, I hope they ask the questions you asked. And listen. And listen to my answers. <laughs> I was like. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I know in my mind. I'm like, some of them might. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hope. It, he was, it felt very much like the thing he was praying at the beginning. If there are ever two children. <laughs> I, I felt like he was close to being like. I hope some of them never deny me three times. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it definitely has yeah. like that tone where he can sense and feel and recognize that this maybe is going to be difficult and there's going to be obstacles and it's and he's like, "Golly, these kids, they yeah. just love me so well and like this is going to be easy." And then I can just, just imagine him as <laughs> nightly prayers like, "Father, couldn't these be my disciples?" Yeah, yeah. he's like, well, "Let's just work with these guys." <laughs> but then like him and the Goonies walking around <laughs> Like, I watched a piece of the Goonies the other night. That's why you say that. What? Who's the chubby kid in the Goonies? Uh, Chunks. Chunk? Chunk? No. No. T- oh, I can't remember. He always does the truffle said shuffle. Tru- yeah. Isn't it? Truffle. Oh, I can't remember his name. I almost said tubby, and I was like, now I just sound like a fifth grade bully. I, uh, yeah, what's up? T- anyway. Um. Uh-huh. But just like imagine him instead of Peter. Yes. Or him instead of John, like call down fire on Samaria. Just like, you look dumb. <laughs> I just, I think it's funny that this episode, I would have never thought to make. Yeah. I would have never thought this was a valuable enough space to kind of take a whole episode 
and really revolve it around. Yeah. But I think you're going to find it, I at least did, going into the next few episodes, incredibly helpful to kind of see what Jesus is up against. Because these kids have no preconceived ideas beyond what they've been told. Yeah. But if you've been told that by that rabbi that the Messiah is going to look a certain way and no one's ever told you to treat people any different than what you've been taught, that's what his older disciples have been taught for years. And so he's riding up against this basically preconceived idea of what he's going to look like and then this ritual idea of how to treat people in adults. Yeah. it's and harder. These kids are still in that formative age mm-hmm. where they're ready to take on new ideas and change how they think. And because he says it, he's yeah. like, "What if we've been everything we've been told on how to treat people is wrong?" And like, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you can tell yeah. as, like, as like a ten-year-old, you're like, oh, maybe." As like a thirty-year-old, you're like, "Everything?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, "I don't know." So yeah, I, as a thirty-year-old, you've seen how it's worked out for you. Yeah. These kids are like, that's just what my dad told me. But they're about to, in well, the next like, 10 years, take, run into major The 30-year-old's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be taken advantage of. Like, I was already yeah. taken advantage of while trying to find justice. If I don't pursue this, you know, like, I'm, yeah. like what's going to happen to me? I'm just going to be at run over a thousand times. That's a really good, this doesn't have much to do with the episode. Except for when Jesus was like, why why don't you try being a peacemaker? There'll be whatever. Oh, my gosh. But that's, that's a common question in our world today, violence and like... Mm-hmm basically saying if i act like jesus won't i get stepped on yeah yes and the (laughs) answer isn't no yeah the answer is you might jesus got stepped on pretty hard absolutely and god really loved him and everything he did Mm -hmm. i mean the truth of the matter is do you value the people in front of you enough to love them as much as jesus did and that's truthfully that's when you have this forbearance when you have this grace when you have this you know what i would say godly tolerance is forbearance where someone's ignorant of something that you know do you punish them (laughs) for not knowing that thing yeah or do you help them understand or give them grace And jesus has a lot of that in these episodes and i see that in the gospels too but i never see that in the he just always seems awkward. I keep coming back to that. He always seems awkward. Yeah. Every other portrayal. But in The Chosen, he seems like a real freaking person. It's like this real person that then he sticks out in all the right ways. Yeah. And everybody keeps like going like, even the kids are like, who is he? Is he a prophet? Like, is this another person? Like, <laughs> and that one kid's like, I bet he's a murderer. He's <laughs> yeah. way too nice to for that to be truly who he is. Yep. And but I'm, he's helping <laughs> us or having us make weapons. And you're like, kid. Yeah. <laughs> And that I mean, but that's like the cool point is like they want to be there. Yeah. They want to be around them, but they recognize there's something different. going yeah. on. Hey, I hope you enjoyed uh, episode three and I hope that you're going to continue and remind you these are coming out every Tuesday um, because that's kind of our intention over the summer is kind of push these. Yeah. So every single week we'll have another one coming out. Feel free to jump ahead. Go ahead, but come back and watch them as they come out. I yeah. know that uh, Ryan has been patiently watching these, trying to catch up. But I this I, is a sacrifice of praise. It is, man. I really have enjoyed going back through them with somebody, and I'm yeah. enjoying. And I'm sure we'll have other people that'll join us along the journey too. So, yeah. Hey, uh, again, love you guys. Um, remember, continue to learn, push into resources that challenge you and help you grow. And, uh, you know, experience that full life of John 10, 10 that we're pushing for. Put these out to hopefully give some flesh to who Jesus is and the divinity that he has for sure. And uh, feel free to share these with others. So, 
hit that like button, hit the subscribe button if you feel like it, and leave a comment if you caught something we didn't. Yeah. Have a great and glorious day in the Lord. We'll see you later. See ya. Mm-hmm.